Welcome to Is It My Time? This is for the person asking, is it too late to make a difference? Too late to make a change? Up to this point, a major part of your identity has been as John's wife, or Sarah's mom, or even that go-to person at work, the one you can get a job or a task to and they'll get it done, in the job description or not. But something's happened and there is now some time or space in your daily life. Time that allows you to hear that voice you've kept quiet, staying busy with everyone and everything else. The voice is asking, is this all there is? Is it too late to do something else? Be something else? Is there more to me or this life? We will answer those questions and more, but first we have to build a firm foundation. That is necessary to support anything you wish to build or establish. The most solid foundation out there is one built on truth, God's truth. He created you, He gifted you, and He has plans for you. Absorbing God's word and love for you will help establish that solid foundation. Grounding yourself in your identity in Christ will make you formidable and capable of achieving anything. Happy Monday, folks. Let's talk about life or that perception of a lack of time getting in the way of our study of t- study time with the Word. How about either of these scenarios? Scenario 1. We decided to study the Word for 30 minutes each morning before beginning our day. This could have been either a guided study or simply reading from scripture. We rocked along for a week or two with no issues, but then one morning you just didn't have time to do it. And you said you'd get to it later, but later never happened. Then you told yourself this just wasn't gonna work out, just like every other resolution or plan that fizzled out. That's not how it was, nor will be, but we'll get to that in a minute. Scenario two. You made the same reading plan, but then life happened. Something changed in the daily schedule that requires your family to be up and gone to their daily activities an hour earlier each day, throwing a big kink in your new morning devotional or study time. That's not how it has to be, nor will it be, but we'll get to that in a minute. The first thing we want to remember is we are working towards progress, imperfect progress. We are not always going to get it right, but we are not going to give up or throw in the towel the first time we missed a morning study session. Second, let's do a simple and quick evaluation of our day to see when study time is truly feasible. For some, first thing in the morning might not work, but finishing the day and before bedtime might be better. So when I mean a simple, quick evaluation of your day, don't get bogged down in the minute details of what-if scenarios that could possibly occur. Do you work outside the home? Is it eight to five? How many hours before work and after work are available for your obligations before bed? Your family, your school, your exercise, all the things. If you don't work outside the home, what does your day look like? Do you work from home? Do you homeschool your children? Do you care for aging parents? Again, how many hours are available around those obligations that could serve as study options for you? If you honestly evaluate your schedule and tell me in this season of your life that you do not have the ability to dedicate 30 minutes of your time to study the Word, I want you to try one other option. I want you to bookend your day. And what I mean by that is to take 15 minutes of your morning routine, be it coffee time, shower time, 15 additional minutes before getting out of your bed to start the day, and meditate on a single scripture. Pick a simple, preferably single sentence, but meaningful scripture to run over and over in your mind for that 15 minutes. One great example we've discussed in previous episodes, 
John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And with this, you have one of two options. You can leave it as is, or again, you can personalize it to where you make it uh, more meaningful to you. For God so loved me that he gave his one and only Son, so that if I believe in him, I shall not perish but have eternal life. Here's another great one to meditate on. Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And a third great example, 1 John 4, 19. We love because he first loved us. You get the picture. These are simple, but easily meditated upon. And when you repeat it over and over in your mind, you're not only going to be able to digest it and get it into your heart, you're going to give yourself a really good mindset uh, to start the day with. Then for the last 15 minutes of your day, prior to going to sleep, meditate on that same scripture. Repeat it over and over in your mind. The next day, you're going to do the same thing, and you'll either use the same scripture or choose a new one. This type of meditation and repetition will actually help you absorb those particular words of God, potentially even memorizing the verse. There are actually many articles written on the benefits of scripture memorization, and three simple ones or three simple benefits uh, sometimes discussed are it transforms our thinking to that of Christ, it reveals God's will and helps us to keep his commandments, and it strengthens and encourages us in the faith. Now again, I'm not saying memorization is your goal here, but it might be a healthy side effect. Um, I want you to continue with this routine until there is a break or change in your schedule where you can study for the 30 minutes in one block of time as you originally intended. Now for the person that evaluated their day and feels they still have time to study but have difficulty organizing the daily schedule to facilitate their study, um, I have a different suggestion. I want you to consider a simple time blocking schedule or plan for your day. When I was working, this was done instinctually, as a big chunk of my day was already time-blocked for me. 8 to 12, work for the county. 1 to 5, work for the county. I had the hours before work, I had my lunch hour, and I had the hours after work before bedtime that were mine to schedule or prioritize my personal obligations for completion. Now let's start with a common definition of time-blocking. Time blocking is a time management method that asks you to divide your day into blocks of time. Each block is dedicated to accomplishing a specific task or group of tasks, and only those specific tasks. Instead of keeping an open-ended to-do list as you're, that you'll get to as you're able, you'll start each day with a concrete schedule that lays out what you'll work on and when. So the example I gave you with my work day you know, 8 to 12, 1 to 5, there was a group of tasks, work for the county. I mean, it didn't, wasn't specific. There could have been any list of activities in those hours. It just all applied to work for county. Um, and then my personal time was inside and outside that. Now, as far as time blocking as a method, it could be as simple or as complicated as you wish to make it. There are tons of 
examples, how-to uh, videos, all the things. Um, you look it up on Google or any other internet uh, search engine, YouTube, and type in um, time blocking and you'll pull up a slew of responses. Again, my suggestion is you keep it as simple as possible when you start. You can always elaborate or get uh, more detailed with it later on as you master the skill, but in the beginning, you're just wanna get to keep it as simple as possible. For the moms with littles at home or that are homeschooling, is there a 30 minute block of time when your children are either napping or doing some type of task that has them focused for 30 minutes in which you could focus on something else for 30 minutes? If you're working from home but for an outside employer, are you allowed 15-minute breaks? Could you combine those two 15-minute breaks? Or are you given a lunch hour and 30 minutes of that lunch hour could be used as study time? And finally, for that person that works outside the home, is there 30 minutes before you begin your workday or after your workday that you could dedicate for that study of the word? One of the goals of time blocking is that you are dedicating your time and attention to one task during that 30 minutes. You're not doing the mom thing, you're not doing the juggling or multitasking. One task during that time period so that you can completely focus on it. So for any of those three that we just discussed, one choice could be you get up 30 minutes earlier than the rest of the household so that you could have 30 minutes of quiet time to do that study. That could work whether you're working from home, at home, or outside the home. You do your 30-minute devotional, you get ready, and you carry on with the rest of your day as previously scheduled. But for those of you that hear that and think, girl, I like my sleep. I need my sleep. I don't want to get up an additional 30 minutes ahead of everyone else. I already get up early enough as it is. For you, you need to look at 30 minutes some other time in the day, whether it's going to be during a lunch hour, during a child's nap time, uh, right after work, just before bedtime, just a 30-minute segment of time where you can be alone and be dedicated to your studies. And yes, I understand life happens. You have a schedule and something happens to blow it up. What I'm asking you then to do is still go ahead and find that 30 minutes to study. It might not be at the time you originally scheduled, but you're still having that study time. And if you miss one day of it, try again the next day. But you're going to make imperfect progress, and progress is progress. I hope you found one of these suggestions helpful and will utilize it to get back into your study of the Word. You are worth the time. Your future is worth the time. And your relationship with the Father is definitely worth your time. Until next time. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we'll check in and see what progress we've made. I'll share a few of my favorite scriptures, and I'd love to share any you found helpful. You can share those in a review of this podcast or over in my podcast community on Facebook. I'll drop a link in the show notes. I'll read some of those reviews or posts and share about the scriptures you've written about. Until next time, happy reading.